0: we are about to have a very interesting discussion and we're also uh, very lucky to have Glad Kaiser, he's the head honcho at Bala Books, we'll be talking about that uh, and uh, Jean-Luc Great. Gre- gravenstein am i saying that correctly yes yeah gravenstein he's a big time operator at bala books very interesting <laughs> titles so they will be uh, part of the south africans doing they are part of our south africans doing great things so glad i just want to start with your with your with your title head honcho at bala books what's a head honcho <laughs>
1: <laughs> well first of all good evening um uh i'm the head honcho at bala books creations uh, and the head honcho is the lead strategist the head um it's uh, an alternative to saying CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a children's book publishing company. And so titles are out mm. for us. So mm. we use, uh, sort of like characterized titles. And so headhunter basically means that, mm. um, he is the head okay. of the business. He's the. You know, he's the senior person, the CEO. And um, um,
0: Jean-Luc, you've got also interesting titles, big-time operator at Bala Books. What does that mean? What is your role at the organization?
2: Yeah, wow. I was also surprised when I got that title, (laughs) but I'm actually quite pleased with it. Uh, Basically, I take care of almost everything at Bala Books, Um, organization of the programs. I handle the vetting process of the material that's submitted, the manuscripts. Um, graphic design, the social networking, basically the marketing as well. I mm. have a lot of things under my uh, mark. So
0: Malak <laughs> so, Books is a child-authored book uh, publishing company that publishes children's books that are authored by children and the youth of South Africa from the age of seven. Can children really write at that age? You know, there's that language we call it baby language. Uh,
1: Gugu gaga. I, I don't. I don't. I love it. <laughs> do you
0: love it? Yes. But then for for let's say for a seven-year-old writing yes. a story. You know, parents don't really expect that from a seven-year-old. How much can we expect from a 7 How do you partner with a seven-year-old and get a compelling story with, from mm. it?
1: So, first of all, you must understand that we have a number of experiences on any given day. And so do children. Some are good, some are bad, and some are just downright ugly. Mm. Um, however, we can learn and draw from these experiences. Mm. And so can children. And it is, you know, the best writers are those who can draw from their experiences. So children at that age have already been exposed to quite a lot. Mm. They've got a lot of experiences underneath their belts. And so when we put them through a program, uh, what we do is we enable them to Bring out those experiences It's as easy as that That's why we say Bala Books, it's child's play mm. Right, because it, it's very easy When somebody has gone through the experience mm. And you just draw through those experiences So we do nothing Magical really, except to draw from children's uh, own personal experiences Now, with regard to these Partnerships and
0: um, a very important Key partnerships, you also have uh, A partnership with Standard Bank An incubator on Saturdays, it's absolutely fantastic And it talks to young writers, Pairing with graduate
2: mentors. Can you tell us a bit more, Jean-Luc? Yes, we actually have uh, graduate mentors from several fields, uh, obviously specializing in education, linguistics, uh, psychology, journalism. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a wide range as well. Uh, um, uh, They have lots of experience to give the kids. Uh, uh, Creative writing is also one of the fields that um, we expect graduates Mm -hmm. to specialize in because that will be... Uh, One of the topics that the children will be participating in quite a bit Mm -hmm. as well and um if i may add um just
1: having vetted uh professionals to aid oh, in in getting the kids to author their books is very necessary in our profession uh, in our profession uh because it's a specialized industry mm-hmm. um you need to know how to work with children mm. and you need to know how to bring out their voice mm. right for instance one of our modules is in character research and placing uh where the kids are taught to research the characters in their stories um and they have to apply like all the five senses of a basic human being, mm-hmm. uh, into their characters and their stories to bring that to life. And if you are a teacher and you don't know how to enable the kids to bring that out, mm-hmm. then the reader is never captivated in that realm, mm-hmm. in that world, the magic that the kids bring out. And so the teachers are from you know uh, universities, I'm not going to mention them, but they're from yeah. various universities mm-hmm. um, uh, that we employ uh, onto the programs and their roles are to um, assist the kids in, uh, bringing out the realness of their characters mm-hmm. and the realness of their stories. Um, the same thing is done by illustrators like Tandile, mm-hmm. um, who use our illustrations, drawings to depict, um, um, those, um, um, magical sort mm. of like world and bring them to real life
0: if you just joined us i'm talking to glad kaiser head honcho at bala books and also jean-luc gravenstein he's a big time operator at bala books very interesting job titles indeed they work in the creative environment and we have a big problem you mentioned some of the uglier relationships that children yes. may have and in our country being able to talk to children it's difficult uh, for a child and how do we uh, have such in, uh, some of these in- important conversations to creative writing for example and um you know the, the writing in itself and being a writer it, it, isn't, it isn't something that is the traditionally something that is seen that is uh, uh of monetary ba- value so what would you say to parents out there who say no man well, why should i take my child to creative writing classes why should i really uh, do that aspect of linguistics what would you say the importance is for a young child to be uh, aware and uh, take advantage of this uh,
1: initiative well in the writing context the ugly uh um, experiences are not necessarily ugly Mm -hmm. um you know they they uh relate more to the characters so you get the good character the protagonist the ugly uh the bad character the antagonist and then the ugly character who's like lady justice mm. right who gives advice so the ugly character in the stories is the guy who looks at the bad and the ugly and weighs the bo- the two um, and draws the line so the ugly guy in the narrative sees the bad and the good guy mm-hmm. and the good and the bad guy but in the real life scenario children do go through those ugly experiences mm-hmm. right and um it's through such experiences that they can draw from mm. right um and uh um be able to bring out their voices mm, okay mm. um there's a lot of that um but in the african narrative you know our stories are very very important and um any parent who thinks that um for instance who might say well what's the importance mm-hmm. i mean Bala books helps children to escape into the world beyond their own um and we all need some sort of escapism mm. um children may resort to other Things like drugs, mm. um, um, and the list goes on and on. Mm. However, allowing them to um, get into a book writing program, first of all, builds their confidence. Mm. Uh, it enables them to escape into a world beyond their own. Mm. Um, and it enables them to tell their story, their African story, their mm. African narrative, and to share this with, with the world. I guess that's also our question out there for our listeners. How has writing helped you
0: to escape and uh, uh, find a way to express yourself? There may be something that you can't really tell anyone, but if you write it, it might have a therapeutic, therapeutic uh, element to it. And uh, there's also something, a partnership that you can have with parents regarding the social capital that n- needs to be built around creative writing and specifically um, children's books. Jean-Luc, can you tell us how you are communicating this, the importance of these activities with their children and attending? How can ch- parents also take advantage of this?
2: Um, I'm not exactly sure I understand the question. No,
0: I'm just saying, how can parents out there um, be a part of uh, the initiative? Uh, maybe. To the workshops? To the, yes.
2: Oh, okay, well, um, we do provide several things for the parents to participate in our workshops. The first thing is that we actually uh, give workshops to the parents so they can see what we offer to the kids. Um, it gives them a demo of what we basically offer. Okay. Uh, it's a very interesting course, um, very uh, informative as well uh there are also other programs that we will be introducing mm-hmm. in the future where parents will be interacting with their children in these courses mm. um, It also builds a relationship uh strengthens that bond between the parent and the child because they uh basically uh create a story together and it's something special between them as well
0: so it's like a bond that you can create with your child as well through writing if you are uh, someone who's a journalist for example you may be able to share your craft with your child and they may uh, get much more important life lessons as you mentioned just to be able to rationalize certain scenarios through creative writing and so we're looking at the numbers now we know we always need to vet these kind of things according to south african statistics essay stats that's hmm, statistics essay 75 percent of south african children's reading books are imported american and british based books and only a mere 14 percent of the south african population are active book readers what do these stats mean exactly for us
1: it is unacceptable as far as I'm concerned That these are the stats that we have in front of us It's shocking mm. But that is the reality of things in our country um, Yes, um, uh, um, 75% of our children's reading books are imported mm. American and uh, uh, British-based books But it also goes to show you the power of the single story, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and that this is what we're bon- uh, bombarded with mm. um, And so it's up to us It's our own uh uh, uh, you know, responsibility mm-hmm. to ensure that our kids start telling their stories, and for us, we want to start at those ages, as young as six, uh, six years old, and mm-hmm. um, get the kids to s- start telling their stories. Um, you know,
0: why? Why don't people read enough? Really, is there? why fourteen percent? Only fourteen percent of South African population are active book readers. Or, right. Are books archaic? Okay? Is there some type of transition back
1: to books? The digital? What is? Why aren't people reading? Um, it's. I think people are reading uh-huh. um, I don't think that is people Enough, <laughs> enough <laughs> yes <Yeah. Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> So enough yes that's the real Thing there right there is that people are not Reading enough and that um, um, The culture of reading though It dates back since time immemorial um, I mean we know that people mm. had Been telling well the culture of Storytelling mm. dates back in time Immemorial people told stories around village Campfires around uh, Underneath trees uh, on cave Walls and so on and so forth but there's been a break in that chain Mm. right and so you know um but also that was oral storytelling whereas um, now we read a lot more which is not just hearing the story being told to you but picking up a book or a tablet if you will and 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 reading from that abstractly Um, and so on. Uh, So I think that um, people need to read their own stories and people want to see more of their own characters and stories. Mm -hmm. People want to read things that they can relate to more because right now what they're reading is really not relatable maybe Mm -hmm. not even palatable Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I think the more people start writing their own stories, Mm -hmm. the more people start reading and we see this through our training Mm -hmm. that kids are more adept to reading other source materials Mm -hmm. because they've learned to read their Stories through the programs And so um, as a result they've begun Enjoying reading their friends' stories Because those are all stories and characters in there That they can relate to And so um, indirectly What happens is the kids become more prone to Reading other source material that you can Introduce later on
0: um, so uh, it's so important regarding uh, I'm going to get into other aspects Our listeners are saying Hi, interesting interview uh, we we're going to he- Are we going to hear some reading from the books? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh wow, that would be so great um, Please do come to the workshop uh, on Saturday At the Standard Bank Incubator This coming Saturday between 9 and 12 And you'll be sure to hear more reading And you will be sure to create your, sp- uh, your own stories on the spot
0: And uh, when we get back I just want you guys to think of, on something do people uh, we, we ask of course if people are reading enough, we don't think so in terms of 14% stats. but then those 40 within those 14%, do people know how to read in terms of uh, retention? We'll talk about that. It is 22 minutes before 10. Just before we enter the break, we we're talking to very, very, very two uh, interesting gentlemen, South Africans Doing Great Things. And we're talking to Jean-Luc. And uh, we also have his partner, Glad Kaiser, who's the head honcho at Bala Books. And we're talking about uh, they, they are of South Africans Doing Great Things and children's books specifically and the nature of conversation. So Jean-Luc, um, as I read uh, just now that only 14% of South Africans read. That's something that um, you'll hear people saying that I don't have time to read. Mm. What do you have to say to that?
2: I have to disagree. You always have the time to read. You make time to read. If you love reading, you will read. If you have time to watch TV, you have time to read. If you have time to go on social media, you have time to read. Uh, Honestly, if you're not reading at this point, I don't know what you're doing. Mm. That's all I'm saying. In fact, you're always reading. It's just your choice of read. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And mm. uh, talking about choice of read, how would you go about what do you know uh, what to read at any specific time really is some people read self motivational books, some people <clears throat> read creative writing for escapism, so maybe in just some people want things that are applicable so it's, I guess it's context what do you think those uh, parameters are because you mentioned glad that it needs to be contextual for someone to find it interesting, right, right.
1: I guess um when a writer writes a book, um they need to draw the, in their readers, and the perspective in which they write should be at the reader's sort of like perception. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to be thinking about your own perception as a writer, but more about what your reader will derive from mm-hmm. uh, your writing. So that's the first thing. you need to think about your reader, okay, and secondly, there's certain touch points that need to be in your read. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order for people to enjoy your reading and or pick up your book. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, th- your story has to have a moral, right? There has to be a moral. Things mm-hmm. such as more, And these are basic human instincts. I mean, if it's just the character without any human attributes or elements to it, then people will not enjoy it because mm-hmm. uh, it becomes abstract. But if it's got morals, for instance, mm-hmm. people understand because we can relate to morals, right? Um, lessons in stories, right? Teachable moments. Those key are things takeaways. that... Key takeaways, right? Mm-hmm. Those are things that we, uh, learn, um, we learn from and we draw from every day. Um, the other things is that, for instance, um, you know, the characters in the stories, Mm -hmm. there's seven types of characters in children's books, for instance, but there's a major character and then there's like minor characters. Um, for instance, like with the major characters, they need to have clear motives, uh, they need to have things like memory, Excuse me Memorable likes Mm. Um, They have to have Distinctive dislikes Right Uh, Whereas the minor characters May have A certain habit about them Mm -hmm. A possession Or way of speaking Like I'm speaking right now Mm. Um, You know um, (laughs) Facial expressions Uh, But what I'm trying to say Is that all the five senses Six senses If you want to have A sixth sense Mm -hmm. in there Mm -hmm. Have to come Through your story Um, But also There's another thing Which is like um, Body language Mm. Um, You know For instance If a character is hungry, you won't just directly say, you know, he was hungry but you said, you would say something like his stomach started to growl mm. and readers can then be vested and in, and taken into your world. Mm. So I think, yes, they need to be taken into your world. My stomach rides like a thousand snakes. You but, know, but, yes,
0: <laughs> yes, express. Yeah. So, um, you know, we like to, um, in terms of consumption, we are at the age, the greatest age of uh, human archival history with the digital uh, revolution, et cetera. And how we consume information is very important. Right. So how does a person traverse in a conversation from knowing to understanding and applying. Could you repeat that
1: question, please? So, um, Very of, good question, okay. by the way.
0: So I'm saying we're struggling with uh, mass information. where We've got too much information right. at the moment, and it's important how we consume it. Right. So, in understanding information and uh, the, the journey of the conversation from mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. to understanding to applying. Mm what do you think uh, those uh, that that means in reading
1: specifically yeah so those are very different things aren't they mm. um first of all i mean personally i don't watch tv mm-hmm. um so that's the choice that i've made um um ever since i was very young i chose not to mm-hmm. um but you know um but I also choose what I want to know. You know, that's firstly to answer your first part of your question okay. is in knowing. Okay. You need to choose what you want to know. And um, in, in an instance for children, um, adults need to choose uh, what their children Uh, would like uh, what they'd like their children to know right Um, uh, the application comes in the learning right now you need to learn right Um, and by so doing there's an element of applying Mm -hmm. or application but you take your teachings you know which Mm -hmm. is your learnings Mm -hmm. and that's what you apply Mm -hmm. whether consciously or not Mm -hmm. Um, but the application is almost um, what's the word it it, it it almost follows um, The learning experience. The experience mm-hmm. Right You know uh, Without your conscious Sort of like involvement It almost happens anyway Then it gets subconscious And instinctive of course And it becomes subconscious And it's embedded there And so you know um, So that's why it's important That the learnings uh, That you teach your children mm. Whether uh, cognitively Or subconsciously um, You be the judge of that mm. um, But just so you know mm. uh, Those are going to be The application So, you know,
0: you may be, uh, we're not always going to get uh, to the same spot at the same time. So, a certain student or or, or a child may want, may need to read a book once, twice, thrice, four times. And that talks to retention. So, are people really reading properly? And by properly i'm talking of course do you remember what you read so you could be reading and the speed reading for example I, I i find it fascinating but to a certain extent i, I, find, I find it unbelievable mm. so in terms of retention how can a person read better
1: to remember mm. so i know with myself personally um there's a lot of information i don't remember mm-hmm. uh, but i may not have had that much interest in it i may have just Sort of like uh, You know uh, Browsed over it Or perused over it uh, Through it mm-hmm. um, uh, But there's certain things That catch my attention And that go Into my subconscious mind And I think for me It's the emotiveness Of what I'm reading mm-hmm. uh, Certain things That I can relate to In that article And in that story And I'm bringing it back To stories Which is what we do But um, you know In terms of a story mm-hmm. um, Like I said Mentioned earlier There's certain touch points Elements that have to be In that story In that narrative mm-hmm in order to help your readers to remember it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And and I also think it's relative to every individual. Mm. We don't all have the same attention span or... Or what have you you know um without going deeper into that because i'm not oh, a psychologist of but course. <laughs> um, Maybe. um mm. but i know just personally that um whenever i read the kids books and there's very uh, like teachable moments laugh uh, uh moments that you can laugh at sad moments i tend to remember those because mm. those are things that are personal to me those are things mm-hmm. that I, uh, attributes that i have and i can relate to so I, relation
0: i like that relation aspect and the most one of the most difficult uh, uh, conversations is explaining death to children right and there have been incredible uh children's book which explain that pain to a child because a child will be like but uh, is dad coming back is mom coming back and in terms of uh, having those conversations with children like grief and explaining those
1: bereavement.
0: Mm. Mm. Um, do you find that... Um, you, you talked about the psychological aspect of it as well. Do you find that um, there's, there's, a, there's a level of uh, psychology that can be implemented in the writing? What, what, what are those learnings? Let's say maybe a child may be... Need some type of uh, uh, personal uh, Boost example well, How can creative writing help in that aspect?
1: Absolutely, there's no question about, about Your question mm-hmm. um, uh, Firstly, um, you know With our programs um, uh, I must say, you know, the kids go through uh, 12 set of modules That uh, teach them all about the anthologies Of authoring their books And the first module, really, which is um, You know, in the world beyond your own Which mm-hmm. is the program, is an introduction To uh, storytelling and writing Right. Um, but in that very, uh, model, uh, sorry, module, mm-hmm. the kids have to come up with the end of their book. You know, believe it or not, the mm. end comes up in the very beginning. Mm. Right. Speaking of death and ending, yeah. similarity there, but, um, you know, um, um, we teach the kids to come up with the end in the very beginning because the ending is the very di- most difficult part, like you've mentioned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, theoretically or, or okay. literally speaking, yeah. um, you know, uh, figuratively speaking, pardon me. Mm-hmm. Um, so by coming up with the moral in the ending, mm. um, you know, um, and sometimes I must mention, mm-hmm. most times actually, and Disney has taught us this, mm. children's books, uh, have happy endings, but there are times when they, don't have happy ending. It's not a Cinderella moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so you allow the kid to go through that and, um, and, and, and you speak about the ending, mm-hmm. whether be it good or bad, according to your perception. Mm-hmm. You know, you teach the kid because let's face it, life is not just. You know, unilateral, Mm. you know, there are those good and bad uh, experiences and hence I touched on the different experiences that Mm -hmm. we have good, bad and ugly. Uh, And so I think it's important and it's okay to speak to kids about bad endings. And through books, you know, we soften the blow, Mm. um, but we do get bad endings and that's a way of teaching them. So um, it's a fantastic organization.
0: If um, any you. parents are listening uh, out there, and that, a lot of our uh, listeners are very interested in this, how can they get a hold of you? And um, what, can they, uh, what, what are the next events uh, coming
1: up? So um, The World Beyond Your Own is the book writing program uh, that enables kids to author their own books from the age of six. Um, and it's, um, it's run by vetted graduates uh, from different universities in South Africa. And we are all youth very proud of that um, the programs take place uh, at the Standard Bank incubator in Rosebank at number five Cradock place and um, um, people can sign up they can go to our website Www. Dot balabooks.com and all the other information is available on our website Our Facebook page is Balabooks Creations You're welcome to like and send us questions And this week's workshop is for parents It's a free one-day workshop mm. Just to give uh, parents a more in-depth analysis Of uh, what the child could learn by signing up with Balabooks. However, our full programs are six-week programs mm-hmm. um, That run uh, throughout the year any success stories absolutely i mean we have just i mean we've got over 3000 published child author books um and people are saying where are the child authors well where can we come find us and please come support come come buy child authored books yes Buy child-authored books, <laughs> you know? fifty thousand. Yes, oh. and we're very proud of those stats. My
0: goodness. And um, if, if, if there aren't any shortages or um, are any partnerships that you'd like to foster, who do you need to talk to? Are you talking to the education department? Yes. Or who do you really want? If anyone is listening out there, who would you like to partner with?
1: So we are talking to, firstly, 702. <laughs> you know, um, you guys have a very great reach, um, uh, you know. And if you can spread this like you are ready, we mm-hmm. really do appreciate it. That's as much as we, we would like or more. Uh, but we also talking to those corporates um, that have a storytelling mandate, mm-hmm. but really do not tap into that. Come to... The party, you know, we have Standard Bank on the party and, you know, uh, Mm. corporates like that help us to reach more children, doesn't it? And Mm. to to tell more stories and help kids more tell their stories more.
0: And um, it's a very interesting name, Bala Books. How did the partnership come about with the company and why did you choose children's
1: books specifically? Ooh, that's a story for another day. So <laughs> so bala, I think everybody has a definition of bala already. Uh, yes. So I'm tswana by um you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm Twana yes. speaking. Yes, yes, yes. So bala in tswana means to read, right? Yeah. Um and uh bala in Zulu means to to write. to to write, right? Yeah. So that's the phonetic meanings of bala to read and write respectively, but bala is actually Sanskrit uh which means strength and hence we say our strength is derived from reading and writing. Mm. Right, so that's where the whole uh, bala mm. comes from.
0: Once again, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for a very insightful discussion around children's book and the power of reading. All thank the best with the future.
1: Thank you ever so kindly. Cheers, guys.